1: The world is a complicated place. You need someone to expose the political fakers, fixers, and takers, and to cut through the mindless chatter and misdirection to help you make sense of it all. That person is Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show. Welcome back to The Dan Proft Show. Don't forget to follow us, danproftshow.com, on social media, at Dan Proft Show. We spoke with uh, Chris Smith of Vanity Fair a little bit earlier in the program about – One uh, party nips Cuomo and his brother Fredo. In part, we talked, because we folded in Fredo, about uh, journalistic standards when it comes to, uh, gosh, I guess, having the wonder twins in uh, the media and political realms. And uh, the Pointer Institute, which is a leftist nonprofit that uh, purports to uphold and defend uh, the standards of journalism, finally came around to admitting that uh, Chris Cuomo – was conflicted in his uh, on-again, off-again coverage of his brother, and CNN's credibility is taking a hit because of that obvious conflict. And uh, that's an obvious observation that comes very late from the Pointer Institute. But it um, is a nice setup to have a conversation about the state of journalism in uh, the D.C. press corps, the Eastern Seaboard, but really, generally speaking, For more on this, we're pleased to be joined by Daniel McCarthy, director of the Novak Journalism Program at the Fund for American Studies. Daniel, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks,
0: Dan. I'm delighted to
1: be here. You know, Robert Novak, uh, he was print journalist, but he was also a regular on uh, the cable news channels during his day, a regular panelist on Capital Gang and the like. It seems to me one of the issues is... And this is just with journalism across the board, regardless of the medium. It's feigning objectivity when you have a point of view, as opposed to Robert Novak, who had a point of view and he was transparent about it. And you could factor that in however you saw fit to whatever he had to say in terms of commentary or if he was just reporting something that was newsworthy.
0: You know, Robert Novak really set a gold standard. You know, he didn't start out as a conservative journalist. He had been a somewhat progressive one at the beginning. But he found that the facts of what he was reporting on, especially in economics, gradually led him to a conservative worldview. And at that point, you know, it was quite clear to his readers, and he was always open about acknowledging where he was coming from philosophically and that he had become more conservative. But he continued to have a objective quality to what he wrote in his columns. So even though he was a syndicated columnist, he could have gotten away with just writing opinion, just writing about his thoughts on uh, the news. Instead, every column that he wrote as a nationalist indicated columnist contained new factual material. And it was always rock solid, something that could be verified, something that actually showed some new light and information about what was happening in our country today.
1: And so I assume at the Fund for American Studies in the journalism program, you know, that's that's the what is uh, that that's that's that informs the instructions. If you have a point of view, that's uh, fantastic. Be transparent about it, but also uh, provide the evidence to support it. You know, make a case. Don't just take a position.
0: That's exactly right. So I run a journalism fellowship program at the Fund for American Studies, which was partly established by Robert Novak back in 1994 and is named in his honor. And uh, we take in about, you know, six fellows each year. These are young journalists, young reporters. And we insist that, uh, you know, they can write about any range of topics, but uh, they should be clear about where they're coming from. But most of all, they should have real reported facts, real details, some objectivity in what they're saying. So, um, you know, their point of view can be uh, coming from one direction, but the fact should be something that everyone can agree upon and that really do illuminate the truth for any reader of their stories.
1: You know, one of the other things that it was um, attendant to so much of the coverage during Trump's presidency was these anonymous sources, uh, you know, one in, according to an anonymous source, according to multiple anonymous sources. And uh, many times it turned out that those anonymous sources, at least. You know, to the extent that they actually existed, which I think is fair to ask what they had to say turned out not to be true. How how problematic is that sort of reporting, you know, always relying on anonymous sources and using sort of the cover of, well, they fear reprisal if they disclose who they are?
0: You know, it's really easily abused, and if there's something that I wish the public knew about journalism, that they probably don't, it's the way in which sources and reporters often interact. Um, So you might imagine that, you know, reporters just go out there and they have to be like private detectives. They have to uncover something that they don't know about. But unfortunately, the truth is often the case that uh, somebody who has an agenda— uh, have an agenda, they seek out a journalist that they think will be sympathetic, and they say, "Here is a dossier that I have put together, or here is a uh, you know are some quotes and a point of view that I have constructed for my agenda, which I would like you to publish." And the journalists, you know, will go through their emotions and go out there and try to find, you know, a few other sources and confirmations. But the whole narrative has been primed by the source as opposed to by the journalist. Or the journalist and source have already, from the start, been so close in point of view that the source knew that the journalist would present the side of the story that the source most wants to see promoted. So um, there's an enormous amount of sort of mutual manipulation and collaboration between journalists and their sources sometimes. And it's very hard... I think, for the public to be able to uh, filter out when a journalist is behaving in that way and when a journalist is actually being, you know, tough with his sources as well as, uh, you know, sort of just honest and getting multiple sources and multiple points of view. A journalist really should have... Um, you know, a certain amount of skepticism towards uh, what sources are trying to present to him or her. It should not just be uh, presenting uh, whatever narrative uh, someone thinks, um, you know, they can uh, anonymously put out there.
1: One of the other things that is uh, unnerving to me is the u- journalist use of uh, Access as a cover story to create Sacred Cow's or targets. So, you know, I can't uh, write a negative story about politician A or politician B because I don't want to lose access to them. Um, whereas somebody who, and, and oftentimes it turns out to be people that are sort of simpatico philosophically, uh, whereas somebody else who I'm indifferent about in terms of my access to them i'm happy to write a negative story about or cast in a negative light or marginalize in some way the abuse of that sort of access argument yeah
0: robert novak always had the opposite approach he basically said you know if you don't want to talk to him that's fine but you should be aware that um you know he's going to write what he wants what he intends to write uh he will talk about your role in things you might not like what he has to say. So, if you want to have your point of view brought forward in a, a Robert Novak column, you have to talk to him. Otherwise, you're, you know, taking the risks to, uh, you know, be treated as uh, someone who, you know, first of all, ha- is newsworthy, but second of all, as someone who is also clammed up and doesn't want to talk to a reporter and perhaps doesn't want to, you know, talk to the public about uh, what he's doing.
1: Uh, one of the other things, too, and I wonder how much this comes up in your conversations with your fellows is, Um, in, 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 uh, most instances, uh, if you're working as a journalist, you're working for a for-profit enterprise. And so some consideration of the audience, some consideration of fair play such that you enhance your credibility and people can rely on the reporting or the, uh, the opinions, uh, that you're offering, um, is important. And, uh, because it's interesting to see and see this in my hometown paper, the Tribune, you know, the newsrooms uh, caterwauling about, uh, you know, filthy venture capitalists coming in to uh, buy up their their uh, outlets and so forth. I mean, they're lucky anybody would want to at this juncture as they're hemorrhaging subscriptions uh, and and readership. And and they don't seem to understand why. Um, and so much so it, it this story is just fascinating to me. Uh, because it also presents this other challenge of conflicts of interest, potentially the uh, Toronto star, the owner of the Toronto star, Hamilton spectator and other papers in Canada are getting into the online gambling business as the way to continue finance, the pa- financing, the papers osper- uh, operation, similar to sort of financing K through 12 education through the lottery or something like that. It's sort of a bit unseemly, but regardless of the funding source, it uh, creates the need to have bright lines about how certain issues or institutions will be covered, but it's, and it's also a recognition, That, you know, you have to be bottom line sensitive in the sense of if you're part of the newsroom, having some respect for your audience. So you may want to retain it.
0: That's right. You know, journalists have to worry not only about, uh, you know, the readership for their publications, they also have to worry about the ownership. And one of the ways in which the Robert Novak Journalism Fellowship Program at the Fund for American Studies tries to help alleviate some of the pressures there is that our funding, our fellowships, are intended for the journalists themselves, not for their institutions. And the projects that our fellows work upon over the course of their fellowship year are uh, independent. And they are encouraged uh, to turn their projects into books, perhaps, or to uh, freelance their work. Uh, you know, shop it around to multiple outlets, but they are not um, dependent upon their home institution or their, their employer uh, for the work that they do as part of the fellowship. And I think that's one of the key things that we offer. It gives people a sense of independence, which allows for professional growth that otherwise uh, might be curtailed if they're fully dependent upon their, um, uh, their employer.
1: Daniel McCarthy, director of the Novak Journalism Program at the Fund for American Studies. Get more information on that program. TFAS.org, TFAS.org, the Fund for American Studies. Daniel McCarthy, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. And let me quickly add that the fellowship application process is uh, now open. It runs through April 12. And I heartily encourage uh, anyone listening to this program who is a journalist and uh, has been in the business for less than 10 years uh, to apply. Uh, We really would you want to find people from across the country. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, new talent is what we're always looking for. And I I strongly recommend anyone
1: listening to uh, tune in. And they can get the application online at the Fund for American Studies, TFAS.org. That's correct. Daniel McCarthy, thanks so much. Thank you. Brought to you by the Fund for American Studies. The Fund for American Studies is an educational nonprofit that is changing the world by developing leaders for a free society. Offering transformational programs that teach the principles of limited government, free market economics, and honorable leadership to students and young professionals in America and around the world. Download a free ebook to learn how you can become a champion for liberty at teachingfreedom.org. sharpen your pencils class is in session with professor dan proft and the dan proft show